Well, hello everybody and everyone. Welcome to Wednesday and our um, podcast for the day. Uh, I hope you're all doing okay and having a good week. Bit of a grey, miserable one today, isn't it? But it's warmed up, thankfully, so it's nowhere near as cold as it was at the weekend, which I'm very grateful for. Um, Yeah, what happened yesterday? What day was it? It was Tuesday. Days are just going blurry at the moment. I don't know about you, but mine are definitely blurry. Uh, let's play. Let's pray and uh, pray for a non-blurry day. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Your light springs for, up for the righteous, and all the peoples have seen your glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God, King of the nations. To you be praise and glory forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting. Your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your spirit, that we may witness to your gospel and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So our Bible reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 7 and we're looking at verses 11 to 13. Hebrews chapter 7 verses 11 to 13. If perfection could have been attained through the Levitical priesthood and indeed the law given to the people established that 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 priesthood why was why was there still need for another priest to come one in the order of melchizedek not in the order of aaron for when the priesthood is changed the law must be changed also he of whom these things are said belongs to a different tribe and no one from that tribe has ever served at the altar So today's reading from the Irresistible Revolution. Many today would point to the mega model of growth as the way the kingdom comes, and yet we forget what happens when we build our towers and sanctuaries, hoping to reach God figuratively or physically. We find ourselves growing farther and farther from the God who was with us in the garden, who camped out with us in the wilderness, who pitched his tent with us in Jesus, who comes like a little seed. One of the earliest moves recorded in scripture is from the beauty of the little garden to the beast of the big city. The people decided to build a skyscraping tower, Babel, and the land around became known as Babylon. Scripture says that the people wanted to make a name for themselves. They hoped to attain the beauty of the heavens, only to find themselves growing farther and farther from the God who dwelt with them in the garden. God quickly ended their building projects, scattering the people throughout the land to form different tribes with different languages. And God is ultimately in the process of bringing down what the Bible calls the great prostitute Babylon. Israel is rebuked over and over for her lack of loyalty to God, as she runs to empires like a harlot, eager for the power, wealth and chariots of the imperial cities. It all begins in the garden, but it ends in the city. It is a beautiful thing that as the city of God, the New Jerusalem, is unveiled, there are no fancy church buildings, not even a temple. For God lives among us, again, as in the garden, as in the wilderness. We are to bring this garden to the city, The river of life and the tree of life have taken over the world. 
It's a camp out with God in the middle of the city. Rather than our towers and temples reaching up to heaven, the God of heaven reaches down to earth and lives among us. This is good news to us when we notice the fragility of our towers, when we feel the emptiness of the market, when we see a failed attempt at imperial peace. This bringing of the garden into the city is not only what we are expecting, but also what we are beginning to enact. Tossing seeds on exotic waste sites, making mosaics from toy weapons, reclaiming trash-strewn lots for urban gardens and taking over the concrete world where old tyres and hollowed-out TVs and computer monitors become pots for flowers on our roof. And the contagion of God's love is spreading across the land like a little mustard plant, growing smaller and smaller until it takes over the world. So our common worship response is... I worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is king. I worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. I worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. So our prayers today come from... um... Uh, various sources, George Fox, Thomas Fuller, Alistair MacLean and Russ Parker. So let us pray. Lord, teach me the art of patience whilst I am well and give me the use of it when I am sick. In that day, either lighten my burden or strengthen my back. Make me, who so often in my health have discovered my weakness, presuming my own strength to be strong in my sickness when I solely rely on thy assistance. Amen. I am serene because I know thou lovest me. Because thou lovest me, naught can move me from my peace. Because thou lovest me, I am as one to whom all good has come. Amen. O Lord, baptise our hearts into a sense of the needs and conditions of all. Amen. O Holy Spirit of God, in my life, be wild and free. Uphold me and upset me. Strengthen me and weaken me. Stop me and stir me, waken me and rest me, teach me and test me, make me like Christ, make me truly human, whether it be the cross or the crown. May your mercy and your might flood me and fill me, so that I long for God, God, all the more. Amen. And so let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining me. I will be with you again tomorrow, which is Thursday, I believe, which is the end of the week for me, which is joyous. But I've got a horrible day tomorrow because it's uh, I've got a funeral uh, and I've got a big meeting in the morning. So I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. So I'm going to have a slightly more chilled out day today. I, I kind of think that any excuse to have a slightly more chilled out day is a win for me because I'm just like, well, you know, got a busy day tomorrow. So therefore I should chill out a little bit more today because, you know, Life is tricky 
as we all know and we're all experiencing it I know but yeah life is tricky so let's enjoy what we can when we can and uh, keep calm and carry on as uh, the old saying goes um I will be with you again tomorrow I look forward to it I hope you do too uh, so let's finish with this last bit of prayer so may Christ who sends us to the nations give us the power of his spirit amen let us bless the Lord thanks be to God <laughs>